So, Demon Slayer. This episode is called Master of the Mansion. And it's like, oh, we're going to finally meet that guy that's like always cloaked in shadow. And we're always seeing him from the, like the mouth down. And I guess we know why they're doing that now. It's because the dude has been blinded, I guess, from the top up. He got so fucked up, it turned his uh, eyelashes white. Which I'm always a fan of how dedicated they are. They're like, nah, we're going to color in these eyelashes. Fuck you. And when I'm drawing eyelashes, right, you just kind of just scribble up, a, scribble in the black and go, you're done. These eyelashes are white. And I'm going to draw them that way every single fucking time. So we found out these guys, the badass crew of super black belt demon slayers are called the Hashira. We find out about each and every one of them a little bit at least. We get to know what kind of people they are based on how they give off their first appearance and they, as soon as they showed them like this it kind of gave me vibes of like bleep but here like they were like okay we're gonna tell you about these characters in one sentence. It's like an elevator pitch for each character. So you got the fire guy who's like no trial death only and I'm like that guy is Blaziken the Pokemon as a Gaijinka. Uh, the sound guy is like fuck that shit kill his ass and I was like that's a Jojo and I was like is that Matt Mercer? Cause I heard his voice sound very Matt like but then I was like, no, something's off about his voice. It's not quite Matt enough. This guy sounds like he could be Matt Mercer's understudy or something. Then the love girl. I like her. She's very sweet. She's the uh, star sapphire of the group because she's a chick and pink and her titties are out. She has the power of heart. She has that ring from Captain Planet, which was always useless to me. I think if you are going to be part of the Captain Planet team, all of you need to have compassion, not just one of you. Uh, the stone guy is just a really big, tall, sad monk. And you can kind of see like which class each person is playing, right? <laughs> when, you, when they kind of linger on them. The Jojo is a berserker. So is the fire guy. So is Blaziken. The love chick is... I'm not sure yet. I gotta see her fight. The stone guy is a monk. We always know we, their D&D classes are very easy to discern. The mist guy, no thoughts. Head empty. He's Lindhart from um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. He's the mist guy. And I'm like, he kind of looks like the mist dude from Naruto. He's kind of giving me those vibes. Maybe it's just because they said mist and that image conjured in my brain in a cloud of mist, if you will. Then uh, like the Digimon. Fuck, I can't remember what Digimon. I still don't know because my husband still hasn't watched these episodes. So he, he hasn't been here to scream. It's this, duh. So I haven't been able to ask him, but I think it's Vimon. And so like Vimon's like, this is the nine Hashira. And I'm looking around like, Bitch, there's only six here. But the rest of them are standing um, apart from everybody. That's the kind of personalities they have. They're standoffish. They don't hang with the crowd. They're loners. They're, they're kind of trying to tell you more about their personality based on where they're standing. For instance, the girl is in the middle of everybody because she just loves everybody. They were like, here's the snake guy. I was like, okay, so there's Orochimaru. Uh, but he's also creepy. He gives me L vibes from Death Note. So he's like, El Mochimaru. And then there's the insect girl who's, I love that she's just like Jenny from HR. And that's that's her new nickname because she seems very intent on following the rules. She's very polite and pleasant. Um, Johnny Ambosh is the water Hashira, which is obvious. Like he did the fucking nope move where he just kind of put his sword on the ground and went anti-bullshit field. You know, then another dude showed up and he's wind and he is the angry motherfucker who's covered in scars. He's like the Vegeta and he shows up screaming and he whips out his Genji sword like we need to fuck this dude up he's the wind I guess he howls like the wind he talks so much shit and what happens when you talk shit Tanjiro explained it to him by headbutting that motherfucker immediately and they were like oh shit he got hit I love how like Tanjiro will do a thing that Tanjiro does and they're surprised by it they're like oh shit first of all he has no decorum he doesn't know how to bow to the master when did y'all motherfuckers teach him about the master? Not once. He didn't even know the fucking crows when to start talking to him. Because Sandro is like us, right? He's our uh, introduction into this world. So if he's freaked out about the fucking Hashira or whatever, we're freaked out about them. So the master comes out. He's blind. He has white eyelashes. Good job, artist. And he comes out with two Sia's. Only these Sia's have both have white hair. And I'm like, what happened to the black-haired Sia? Unless he just has like... 50 Sia's at any given time cleaning his mansion for him because they also help him and so you just kind of assume that like 
he's blind and they're his they're his assistants. These are two white ones. I'm I'm very concerned about the black ones. And he starts speaking, and I'm like, that's Matt Mercer. That's the motherfucker right there. And you could tell it's Matt Mercer because he you can hear him smile when he talks. But listen back to Matt Mercer. He kind of even has a little bit of a chuckle in one of the lines he delivers. I listened to countless hours of your your ass as a DM. They they were like, we need to fire Tanjiro. He has breached the contract. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we can't just terminate his contract without the, the boss, the CEO of the company putting a signature on it. So they waited for him to arrive. He arrived and was like, it's all good. Oh, he got permission from beforehand. Hey, if there were cell phones in this world, all the problems would be solved. Because first of all, the master could have just, he could have sent out a company-wide email. Like, Tanjiro is totally allowed to walk around with his sister because, you know, we have about, we have about three people that are going to seppuku if she eats somebody. It's a big, that's a big loss if we lose the water Hashira and the older master of water Hashira. We don't got nobody to replace his ass. The one that's supposed to replace him is right there. If we kill him, we got to replace a whole fucking Hashira. Do you want to go through that? The paperwork's a fucking nightmare. Is like, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to provoke the shit out of Nezuko to see if she attacks me. Because watch, it's her nature. It's in her nature. Uh, she comes out of the box kind of pissed off like, what the fuck? I was chilling and you just, you're just shaking a beehive for no real reason. Is what Nezuko says when she comes out of there. She doesn't say anything. She's Nezuko. She's wearing a muzzle. But she looks pissed off. Also, she's drooling. So it looks like she's hungry. And I'm thinking maybe he might go to such lengths to prove that she's going to eat him by taking off her muzzle. Which is probably going to be a bad time. Because she has the muzzle because she tried really hard to control herself and had a hard time. But she's been hypnotized to believe that every human is her family. So she might beat this guy's ass, but she's not going to eat him. And I hope she does. This guy deserves to get his ass beat. So, Demon Slayer. This episode's kind of a wind down from the last few episodes. And I get it. You need to wind down after all that shit that went down. Also, these Demon Slayers have a lot of serious injuries. I love how they take care of these injuries and go yeah they may have crazy powers but fucking Tanjiro's jaw is broken how he's able to talk and do all that stuff with a broken jaw uh, I don't know willpower I suppose but they do go okay they need a break to be tended to medically at least they don't go the Looney Tunes route of Nezuko passed her test she didn't eat this dumbass Genji asshole even though he was asking for it literally asking for it she turned away from him like he was like seven day old hard-boiled egg the humans of my friends hypnotism works on Nezuko why don't you just do that to a lot of other demons especially since the members of the Tokizuki are like really sympathetic. Michael Jackson gets to them first and preys on their shitty situations, but imagine if the Demon Slayers did that instead. That if, you know, a really high-ranking Demon Slayer got to one of these really powerful demons right after uh, Michael Jackson got to them and hypnotized them. It was like, nah, you're on our side now. And then everybody has a pet demon that they can take down Michael Jackson with. Michael Jackson would just be creating his own demise at that point. Just like um, Shinji in Evangelion, Tanjiro gets reinstated into the Demon Slayer Corps. They reinstate his health insurance and they take him immediately to go get medical medical attention. To, they take him to the Butterfly Mansion because Mothra there is really well-versed in like medical stuff and medicines and stuff. She has a full-ass hospital in her mansion, which convenient considering it's, it's in this big radius of people the fact that she has her own mansion is like crazy did johnny on boss just not want a mansion or does he have one and we haven't seen it if so the movie aquaman it's under the sea and it's atlantis because that would be dope as fuck uh matt mercer is talking to tanjiro about being reinstated and stuff and tanjiro's like his voice is so soothing like it feels like i'm walking on air and i'm like yeah you're right matt mercer's voice does fill me with determination and hope matt mercer's voice is chicken soup for soul when they um hired him they did that on purpose so many people know matt mercer's voice and are comforted by it especially in really shitty tough times um people always write them letters saying like i was really depressed and then i watched critical role and now i'm feeling so much better or you help keep the demons in my head at bay etc etc that having matt mercer be the person whose voice is so you know amazing that it's soothing was a really good op a really good choice 
You don't want to get Steve Blum for that role. His voice is the opposite of Matt Mercer's on the soothing scale. If he's doing Wolverine voice, yeah, that's sexy, I guess. But, like, we don't need sexy. We need soothing. And Matt Mercer's voice is calm and rational and soothing and he's very talented dude has range but it's clear when you hire matt mercer what you want from him so i agree with tanjiro on his matt mercer's voice assessment also matt mercer there says the hashiro have defeated death and i was like wait a minute so they went they went to the dungeon and fucking didn't use the despair cheat in persona 5 because death is impossible if you don't despair him which apparently in persona 5 royal uh that doesn't ha you can't do that no more that's been patched Sorry, guys. You have to all become Hashira in order to beat the death in that game. Tanjiro decides, hey, I want an eye for an eye. I want to headbutt that motherfucker that stabbed my sister twice. Lindhart, who just kind of throws some rocks at him and goes, knock it the fuck off. Get out of here. Don't interrupt. We're having an actual meeting here. We have a conference meeting with, with the boss. You were really cute when you came in and wildly expressed your ideas for our company going forward. But that's just over now. Security, get him out of here. We meet Tiny Mato again. She's an apprentice, which in order to become an apprentice, you have to have some real chops. Uh, and then we get introduced to a tinier Mothra. So she's not even a Mothra at that point. She's a little caterpillar who shows up and is like, I'm in control of the hospital wing. Let's uh, take Tanjiro there because holy shit, look at him. They bring Tanjiro in the room and Zenitsu is freaking out about taking medicine. He has to take this medicine five times a day. He's not just prescribed medicine. That shit is in a prescription bag. You know one of those bags you get from the pharmacy that's really noisy? For some reason, it's real crinkly. Why is that? Somebody tell me, please, I'm begging you, tell me why prescript, like, prescription bags that you get medicine in are so crinkly and weird. What is that paper? Why is that paper? He gets one of those straight up. And I'm like, man, this era of Japan is really untapped. Here's one that made it really big because of the way that, like, the Genji character harumphed about Tanjiro makes me think he's turning heel. He won't be able to deal with the fact that they let demons in the Demon Slayer Corps. And he's going to go full heel because he thinks he's doing what's right. I don't think he's gonna turn on and join the demons. I think he's gonna become a full like, you guys don't know what the hell you're doing, so I'm gonna do it right. Leave my spot open as a wind Hashira. Somebody else can take that spot. I'm gonna form my own Demon Slayer core with black, Blackjack and Hookers. Zenetsu uh, is freaking out because he has to take all this medicine and he's like wiggling on the bed and he's just like going through the motions and it sounds like he's being electrocuted and I was just like, such good voice acting. I'm having so much fun with Zenitsu. <laughs> that voice actor always slays me. Every episode, I'm impressed. Inosuke, uh, breaks my heart into a thousand pieces again because thanks Inosuke he's laying there with his mask on top of his face he's not even wearing it he's just laying there Tanjiro's like oh shit I didn't even notice you at first I was like how do you not notice the man who is a pig he's quiet that's why he's just kind of sitting there chilling Zenitsu thinks this is hilarious and they're like why are you laughing like that and I think it's the medicine I think it's the side effect of the pills he's taking but it really kind of like broke my heart into a thousand pieces to see him so sad and defeated I just wanted to hug him Tanjiro and Nezuko get their own room and pretty much saying like mortality sucks bro and because I want you to be able to not have to live without me, I'm gonna turn you back into a human. Um, that's sweet, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, but it kinda sounds really shitty. Like, I'm gonna kill you, is what it comes across as. But you get it when he says it, it's duh, come on. In the big conference meeting they, that the, the Demon Slayer Hashira have with uh, Matt Mercer, they pretty much explained that we need more Demon Slayers, but the ones that we had on that mountain were ass. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, is it like a protocol that everybody who, who becomes a Demon Slayer passes the test with the fucking rock? Because I don't believe it. Like, these people seem like maybe the, the rock training is something that only the, uh, like, former Hashira probably teach their students. These kids just went to final selection. Because there was that guy that was a coward that he managed to get to final selection. And I'm like, he didn't break that fucking rock. There's no goddamn way. So I think that's what's going on. Like, some people have harder training than others to get to final selection. Some people 
people do it the old-fashioned way, and some people take shortcuts. And I think that those people who ended up dying in the forest, not all of them, but the majority of them, they just took shortcuts to get where they are. Especially since they all have these the lame swords, they don't even have cool swords. They didn't even know how to pick the right rock to make the coolest sword. Also, noticing that all the Hashira are there, and they're based on a thing we've seen, we haven't seen any Hashira that do beast breathing. I wonder how that is and why that is. Well, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, um, because I'm sure Inosuke's gonna need like a redemption arc where he gets better at what he's doing and gets his confidence back and like confidence back because it hurts my heart every time I see him all sad. Thanks for listening.